Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of Holding Court. Today, we're chatting with Tori Murphy, baseball wife who started a foundation to help girls in foster care feel confident and supported. We're also talking Dodgers baseball, what Charles Barkley said about the Lakers, and a cool way they're honoring Kobe Bryant. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Hi there. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, over there. Way over there. Back in the chair after your 48-hour road trip to Seattle. Oh, my goodness. Like, on the plane, off the plane, back again. That was weird. Yeah. I don't get it. It felt way longer than two days, though, I will say. But I don't understand. There's no fans. Yeah. We're supposed to have, like, travel restrictions. Like, why why do the home and home? Why do the two and two? Like, who cares? Just well, you're doing it with other teams. I think it just felt weird because it was back-to-back. Like, obviously, you're going to Houston. Yeah, but that's how, like, the Padres and Rangers just did the same thing. Yeah. Two in Texas, two in San Diego. Like, why not just play four in Texas or play four in Seattle? Whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. There, there's no fan. There's no gate. But you're in your own bed. You get, like, the home cooking. Maybe that's a advantage. I don't know. It was not really an advantage for them. Seemed weird. Yeah. But a lot of fun stuff has happened in the last week. Yeah. Well, yesterday, you know, Kershaw chasing down those those strikeout records, climbing the list. Yes. He's up to uh, number two in Dodger history, uh, passing Don Drysdale. And uh, I think he's, what, 203 strikeouts away from Don Sutton for the all-time strikeout king for the Dodgers. That's, that's crazy. It's pretty impressive. A lot of good pitchers uh, have worn the Dodger uniform, and he continues to just dazzle. I mean, the the curveball was – it's so fun to watch. Like, I was – I get anxious <laughs> about them grabbing the ball. Like, I – when he passed it, I was like, someone get the ball. I thought he was just going to keep going. And then obviously I, you hear like they, you see him like get his attention off to the side and then he's like, oh, here. And you're like, oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't know what happens when anyone hits a milestone. I'm always like, get the ball. Okay. Like, you should know better than that because you know how good Alex is. I know, but I, I know. And he was in for that inning when he was coming up on the record strikeout, Alex was in the dugout in the corner, like waiting and Chico the legend of Chico was we know Chico was bat boying and he was out there waiting and Jack of all trades. As soon as that strikeout happened, uh, Alex yelled, Chico yelled, they ran out, they got the ball, sent it over to the authenticator, uh, got the little sticker put on it. And that's a ball that, you know, Kershaw will have on his mantle somewhere. I know. I know they're on it. I just, that's all I can think about when it's about to happen. I'm like, I hope they're ready to get the ball. Cause what if there's just like someone has to go pee or something and they just forget what? There's, I mean, there's more than one person. Court. <laughs> I, I mean, they know. Alex, Alex has all the stuff on on upcoming uh, milestones and who's coming up. I think Alex Torres, our, our clubhouse guy. Um, but I think another. I think uh, Mookie's coming up on a thousand hits here, pretty soon. Oh. I think I think he's maybe less than ten away. I'm not sure, um, but I know it's close. I know he's coming up on it. So, so I get so excited and I obviously mentioned this last week, I just look at numbers that like could be milestones for you and you're coming up on like 500 RBIs. Like do you get the ball for that? Cause I, that's, I don't know. I just feel like I love, let's celebrate every 10th of something. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just get all the balls. 
Sure. I guess 500 RBIs is cool. Yeah. That's a lot of RBIs. That's so like, of, is that yeah. one that like Alex will snag or will that not be on anyone's radar? I mean, I don't know if I'll get to a thousand, so I better swoop up that 500. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to text Alex then when you hit it. Yeah. Alex probably loves you. Like all the tweets that, or texts that he gets from you. No, he's probably like, I can do my job, Courtney. <laughs> he's like, stop me. texting me. I can open baseballreference.com and <laughs> read the stats. <laughs> Wait, I panicked him the other day on something, but I forgot. Um, oh, I think it was your, when you passed the hit by pitch, Yeah. like I text him, but then my phone was on like, do not disturb or something. And he like wrote me back and was like, wait, what, what? And he called me twice because wow. he was like upstairs and wow. he like thought he had missed like this major milestone in someone's life. And then I was like, oh, I was just checking if that was the record. I He's like, oh, we already got the ball. And I was like, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to like ring the alarm. I thought he was treating me different. In the locker room these last couple of weeks. Now I know it's because of you. I'm just, I'm like, Justin had five more hits. Get the ball. He's like, JT, can you do me a favor? I'm like, well, Alex, what's that, man? He's like, can you erase my number out of your wife's phone? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I said, happy opening day. Is that the ball? Did he get it? And he said, oh, he said, sorry, what happened? I came to the office upstairs. Did I miss something? And he had called me like twice. And I was like, whoopsie. Oh, wow. I was on do not disturb. Way to go. I mean, once the ball goes back in the game, like you can't like get it. It's like, it, I don't know, you got to get it That's in the true. moment. That's true. And speaking of another milestone, well, I guess an adventure of locating another ball with a catcher. Yeah. Caber Ruiz, first, <laughs> first at bat in the big leagues in Anaheim, hits a homer. Only, well, including Caber. 124 players in the history of baseball have hit a homer on their in their first at bat. That's pretty sick. That's a small number. That's not a lot of people. I mean, it's a lot of people. That's actually more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But compared to how many people many? have had a first at bat, yeah. like, that's a very small number. And then you're right. <laughs> the adventure of trying to find the ball because, you know, the right field bleacher down there in Anaheim was tarped. It's like and egg. now going back and watching the highlight, like it hit the bottom of the tarp and the <laughs> yes. ball rolled all the way up into like the top section. But then, you know, as soon as it was hit, I was sitting in kind of like the on-field like dugout oh, we bench. we saw you. <laughs> yeah, and me and AJ, Kike maybe, and we start cheering. And then Julio was actually sitting back in the stands, like behind the net. And so we all cheered, celebrated. We're like, yeah. And then we looked at Julio. We're like, Julio, you got to go get that you ball. Go. So Is Julio, this like a Sandlot moment? <laughs> I got to get a ball. Yeah. And so Julio like, oh, like he takes off and he's running. And then Alex comes out and he goes down there. And the issue is. They were is, on the bottom of the section. Well, and like oh, batting practice. Yeah. So they picked up like eight or nine baseballs, but they knew like. The BP balls are like brand new. There's no rub on them. So they're like extra white. So like Alex was like, no, this definitely isn't it. No, this definitely isn't it. And I don't, I actually think it was one of the guys, one of the stadium guys for the angels went up to the top and found the ball and got it and brought it down. It was them. a full search party. It, it was, was funny. Watching I mean the whole it. inning. Yeah. Like me, we were sitting in our seats, like laughing, watching them like climb under the tarp. I wasn't <laughs> was laughing. Think of how stressed I was. I That's like my, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And then they finally got it. I wonder if, 
it, I mean, obviously you guys know that the BP balls are different, but mm-hmm. does that, you think the authenticator was like, I don't I, know if I yeah. can do this one. I have to call in a favor maybe. Cause I, mean, I know they like, if you, I think it's, what have you told me? Like if you had a home run, obviously in the stands, like in a regular season and a fan grabs it, it's this whole thing where they can like label it as the home run, but they can't really authenticate they it because there's no way it. to prove that that guy didn't like switch the ball, do the cup yeah. and ball trick and like pop another ball out of his pocket. So that's the, the crazy other. thing. But then he wouldn't get that one authenticated. So it would be kind of like just a memento. Yeah. that That's the crazy thing is like, you see these guys hit these milestone homers and obviously, you, you know, you want to get that ball back and it's something that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And, but like on it, it can't get authenticated because there, you can't prove that that's the actual ball because they could have switched it. And so like you see guys like asking for all this stuff in exchange for the ball. Yeah. But like the ball is just a ball. It's a $8 baseball. Like it's kind of worthless. So, I mean, I guess my point is you, you can take any ball and put it in a case and label it and say, and like, how would you ever know? Like my balls that I have in, in the case in here have never come out of the case. It's not like, <laughs> You know, it's more about the label and the meaning and whatever. Like, if it's actually the ball There's or not magic the ball. In those balls, though. But does that does that really change it? Like, it's about the memory, the moment. Like, in that, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm making a terrible point here. What if I like lost my engagement ring and then I just like bought another one That's and I was wearing my not fake, even close. My That's a terrible comparison. <laughs> this is an eight dollar baseball. <laughs> I don't know how much my ring was. Yeah, I got it out of a Cracker Jack box. But I'm like, that's like saying. It, that's like saying that like that's the meaning behind that was the I ring know, that you I'm just saying got like, down on one knee and almost like fell into the Grand Canyon to some fans ask for some crazy stuff in exchange for the ball and it's like uh you know the ball's worth what eight dollars was that rec- like last year someone's like three thousand th- it was like something and they I don't, I don't know there was someone that refused to give something back to or like give it back to yeah I think that happens a lot actually where the fan wants to keep it but I'm trying to think our Dodger fans have been pretty good about doing stuff and we've traded out some stuff some well keith catches all of them yeah, keith out gets there everyone. he's got his like spray chart yeah. and gets keith. his seat he's a- actually told me that i can sit with them and i was looking forward to it this year yeah. positioning myself with keith and i bartered i bartered with keith before <laughs> that's true yeah in world series and i think well nlcs the cubs he caught yeah. your walk-off home run yeah I'm like keith. i don't remember what i gave him like but uh, Alex probably has his number now, so that makes it easier to be like, Keith, what do you want? Like, what, cool. what are we He's doing like, here? Man, I don't, this is this is a good one for my collection. I'm like, Keith, it means more <laughs> to us than it does to you. Give us the bowl. Come on, Keith. <laughs> um, You're on Sports Center. He's actually in this like section. I don't know if he's doing it every night, but he's in this like far away patch of land beyond Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And you when you, me. yeah, when you hit your, I don't know, they have a great view of this. I don't know. It's like some hiking trail or make out point don't, or something. Don't give away their secret spot. Well, I mean, I'm sure Dodger fans have heard about it, but they actually had a sign that was like, Hey, JT hit one right here. And you actually hit. It was the Cueto Homer. <laughs> home run <laughs> to left field. Yeah. I, I like, think oh. I tweeted him. I said, Hey, uh, sorry guys. I think that's as far as I'm going to hit one. I don't <laughs> think, I don't think I'm going to get one out to you. Yeah. They're far away, but that's cool. Like yeah. I was thinking. I don't know. Like someone's out there, like honking their horn. If you can hear it, the helicopters this year, I know, are like crazy. Like every, like the train in Seattle. I'm like, what are we? Is this Polar Express coming in? Yeah. The helicopter. Well, the helicopters at Dodger Stadium, I think, are 
trying to watch the game. No, the drones, because there's been a bunch of drones oh, saying yeah. that's illegal and you can't do it. And so yeah. the helicopter comes and kind of chases people out of there. So. I think they're catching a couple pitches, though. The drones or the... No, the helicopters. I think oh, they're yeah, watching yeah. a little of the game. You know, they fly over all the time they're and they'll, the get, up, they'll get on the little PA and they're like, yeah. let's go Dodgers. <laughs> so they do like a flyby. So I do feel like the train in Seattle, though, was like it was disproportionately loud. for Europe bats. Like it was like the train was... Yeah, every time I was hitting. Quiet. And then it was like they blew the whistle every time you were up. I'm yeah. like, is this real? It was like it that one time in... It worked. The train ended my hit streak. So way to go, well, Seattle. <laughs> the train is not leaving the station nope well remember in arizona when like a dj scratch happened when you were up to bat it sounded oh, like someone like knocked over a china cabinet in the middle yeah. of a bat or like a chainsaw that or was something. scary that was scary that's what i thought about the worst the is train. like there's been times where like the lights go out like in the middle of a pitch yeah that Oof. happened in uh dc Sta- right well it happened in dc twice it's happened in dodger stadium a couple times they said taylor swift or something had a concert the night before i think and, like, that was blew out the switchboard i think that was a rumor well, no one's proved it wrong. Yeah. What else we got? What <laughs> What should we talk about? What else is going on? I guess we'll talk a little about the Lakers. I Lake show. Everyone was counting them out after game one. Well, who was counting them out? Sir Charles Barkley, the round mound of rebound, said if they lost that first game, they were getting swept, and they lost the first game. And <sighs> he, he just has, wanted clicks. He has little broom on the, <laughs> on the set, sweeping them away. He just wanted clicks. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a hot take to get clicks. Yeah, that's what, uh, I mean, that's, that's what I'm that's trying to do. the sports world now. Night you know, you night. just say something just completely off the rails that makes no sense, and, you know, you're you're trending, so... So now it's best of five, right? Where are we at? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's one, one. So I guess it's a best of five from here on out. Yeah. I was just trying to be clever with how I said that. Do you but, like that? However, <laughs> Damian Lillard sprained his finger. It's his left hand, but we'll see how that affects him. Yeah. So that, that could be huge for the Lake Show. I think you said they're doing um, some special jerseys. For Kobe. What yeah, game game, I think game four, they're wearing a special edition Kobe Bryant jersey, um, which is really cool for his birthday. Oh. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, that. It's so good to have sports just flowing everywhere. Hockey. I also saw basketball. I also saw a picture on Twitter um, yesterday, I think, and it was Pau Gasol hanging out with um, the kids, the Bryant kids. So, Aww. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. I know. I go on my daily bike rides as we talked about my 5K challenge last week. And I always go by this like little, it's like a little sports bar, but it's out. Well, I go by, there's three murals on my daily bike ride of Kobe, but there's like this little outdoor like sports bar. And I rode by the other day for game one and people are standing outside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just they have these TVs like spaced out everywhere. And I don't even want to know how packed this place would be if there was no social distancing or protocol everyone had to follow. But it was cool just to see. Obviously, was it for the Laker game? Like I drove by and like shed a tear because I am on like house arrest. But it was cool to see everyone out like watching sports. And like we said, it like bring so many people together and I don't know it's just cool everything's up and rolling was it the Laker game was on yeah is that what it was for yeah it was you guys had a, I think you had an early game that day yeah was you guys had the four it was Tuesday yeah yeah it yeah. was Tuesday yeah so I think it was Dodgers game was over 
and then we had just finished and then they were yeah. they were like in the fourth quarter because that's when i was texting you we were eating dinner up on the concourse and watching the game and yeah then i Kenta, answered my kenta had his no hitter going oh, into yes. the ninth yeah and we were we were all the whole team on the bus to the airport was watching that in the ninth inning like rooting for him so hard yeah this stupid little flare jam job base and then he went from a no hitter to a no decision Ugh, but they ended up coming back they, I think four I, or three they and won one. and yeah but still but that still. was what a surreal experience to have a no hitter i almost feel like i don't know i'm not a pitcher so i have no clue what i'm talking about but is would you feel like that would be more relaxing because i feel like every little thing like everyone's on the edge of their seat in a no hitter and you just like don't want anyone to like bobble it or there to be like a crazy ground ball that someone has to, like a play they have to make or anything and there's so many like gasps and all that and it's super quiet i wonder what that felt like in a stadium with that's not empty. that many people in yeah. it yeah no that's what you're right that's weird. i mean we've been no hit into like the fifth or sixth inning this year couple times yeah but the, i mean going into that the, ninth, in the ninth like that's yeah. so i know i was rooting for him and i was wondering are. how long they were gonna let him go but then i think it was in the eighth he wouldn't even entertain a conversation i love this <laughs> tweet after the game did you see it and he said throwing a no hitter is hard but i'm happy to have the twins strikeout record he struck out like eight guys in a row yeah eight consecutive guys which is a record so that's so cool. but he was like throwing a no hitter is hard but I'm happy to have the strikeout record of eight in a row. I funny. love it. Oh, yeah. Mike and yeah, we'll always be rooting for him. That yeah. was that was fun to watch. I had it. I was on another 5K at that point of a walking 5K, all the 5Ks. Yeah. And so I had it on my like MLB app, yep. following along. Ugh, so close. But I'm sure he'll get another chance. Yes, hopefully just not against you guys. He's nasty. The only thing. All right. Should we bring on our guest? Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about her? Yeah. Tori Murphy is going to join us today. She was actually one of the first gals I met when we were dating and you were playing for the Mets. So yeah. she was kind of, I don't, I just remember the first time I came to New York and I went to a game and I got in the car to go back home with you and Ike Davis and you were like, were the girls nice to you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, are they supposed to be mean? And, and you guys were like, I don't know. We just never knew how they would like treat like a newbie. And it's funny because I don't know, there's just so many things in like baseball culture and baseball wives and like what, if there's like this hierarchy or like you like treat people differently if they're new or they're married or all of that and so I don't know you just don't know what to expect I did know not to wear anything Mets I don't know how I knew that but I just knew like I didn't even wear like the I blue and we, orange I think we told you stories about that <laughs> yeah no yeah I don't think you said don't wear Mets because I went to the game oh yeah maybe not I, I went to see you in San Diego before that yeah and I don't, I didn't, I don't think anyone told me. I was just trying to play it super cool. So you're saying they were nice to you? Yeah. I mean, there's not this, like, you don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm shy. Like naturally I'm shy and I'm not one to be like, hello everyone. My name is Courtney. Like nice to meet you. Like jump in. Like I'm the one that waits for someone Yeah. to approach me. Cause I just like, don't know. I also didn't know who anyone was. Like yeah. obviously you're sitting in a section and you know there's other girls there that are wives, fiancés, girlfriends, but you don't know. I don't know. So yeah. I think I sat with, was it like Fred Lewis? Is that his name? Mm -hmm. His girlfriend. Yep. And so we were in like this girlfriend side and then on the other end of the yeah. row. Yeah, they kind of kept, kept 
the girlfriends. Yeah, but then you you lived in an apartment with, like, five other players. So, obviously, we were all hanging out, like, pretty quickly. So, I think I got integrated into the group faster than normal. We all had our (laughs) own apartments. We were just in the same building. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't five guys in one apartment. Bunk beds. Yeah. Well, bunk beds, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Tori is wife of Daniel Murphy. uh, Yes. Good friend of mine. uh, Great guy. And she kind of showed you the ropes a little bit on that it was okay to be a passionate baseball wife. So looking forward to getting her on here and also having her talk a little bit about this project that she's been working on and so passionate about. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I love about this podcast is shining a light on, you know, the charitable work that people are doing around the country. So let's, uh, let's get her on. Let's give her a call. Hi, Tori. How are you? Hey, Corn. I'm good. How are you? Good. Justin's here. Hi, Tori. Hey, Justin. (laughs) Um, How have you been? I know Justin and I have talked so much on here about how quarantine was with just us, but how was it for you with obviously Daniel and the kids? (laughs) The three kids? Uh, It was crazy. I feel like it was this weird peek into what post-baseball life would be, having Daniel around all the time. So it was (laughs) good it was good we learned some stuff and I I know he was he's on the executive board with the PA obviously Justin was just sitting on some of those calls so I feel like it was a peak into retirement but also a peak into like oh him being on the phone for 12 hours a day which Girl. I don't know if that will ever happen again but I, I know will lose my mind <laughs> if that happens again I don't know how he did it I don't know how he did it I, because I was on probably a eighth of the calls that he was on and it was driving me nuts so <laughs> I know, but I should thank you. I feel like you always like rejuvenated his spirit. He was like, Justin was on today. I'm like, thank goodness. I'm <laughs> so glad Justin was on the call today. Then there were the post but, calls after the calls where you guys would oh, call and yeah. bounce ideas. I'm like, oh, you need the call after the call. That's perfect. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a little much. And then he would be like, can I go golfing to get ready for the call? No, no, you cannot. <laughs> I got to clear my head. That's the peak yes. into retirement, take, though. The golf is definitely right? the, the yeah. golf is the peak, but I'm like, you can take the kids and do a pool session, and then you're ready for the call. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Compromise. Compromise. <laughs> well, I want to get into what you've been working on. I know this has been on your heart for so long, and I'm so happy to see it finally come to fruition. So tell us about your new foundation that you're working on. Yeah, you guys, I'm really pumped. So um, I named the nonprofit the Prom Series, kind of to play off the World Series, but for the girls' side. And last year, my vision was to kind of um, create a prom dress store at the field and have foster care girls come to the game and be able to have a game and have the wives and the girlfriends we would turn into their personal shoppers for the night to try on dresses and have dressing rooms in the suite, you know, just to really... I don't know, fellowship and have fun together. And we did it last year in Denver and it kind of was awesome. And right off, I think this is kind of my idea. And then you guys know that COVID put a stop to all everything fun. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Like all fun stuff. So we were going to be in six stadiums and I was so thankful that you have always jumped on and backed me up and meant like so much. And then that kind of came to a halt. So right now I've kind of just thought everyone's going back to school let's do a back-to-school outfit drive. So it's been really a good thing. I've been pumped. Yeah, we were so excited because 
I don't, I, I mean, any chance that all the girls can get together for a good cause is really special. And I know everything changed and it was such a bummer, but I love how many of the teams are jumping on board and getting behind you for, you know, this shift of doing the back to school drive. I think when you first sent out all the information to us two weeks ago, you had what, 10 teams. And now how many do you have participating? So right now um, we have something coming from all 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have a wife or a girlfriend or fiance from all 30. Yes. So I just, I don't, I was like seriously blown away. Like I feel like, and even like the Dodgers, when I threw it out to you guys, like you were my first like wave of outfits and just the stuff that was coming in, like, Everybody has thought to the T, like the outfit, the mask, the earrings, the bracelets. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get giddy every time I open a box. <laughs> like, this is the cutest stuff ever. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Th- that's the exciting part, obviously. But we know uh, how much work goes into this stuff. And what is it like kind of behind the scenes, like setting all this stuff up with the foster care agencies and getting the girls set up to be in the program? And I mean, you're talking... 30 different clubs. Yeah. I'm assuming that's in 30 different cities. Yeah. So you're probably constantly on the phone um, trying to get this all dialed in. I know it's a lot of hard work. How, how has that, how has that been for you? Oh, well, thanks, son. Gosh, you are good. <laughs> um, yes, it, it has been a lot of hard work. I am been super blessed. So I have um, my nanny, Sarah has been helping me a ton and then I have Cabernet and Sarah with the Mets and that is Conforto's girlfriend, Walker's fiance. And they have kind of been able to take, I have realized you guys, I'm the ideas, but when it comes to Google docs and organization, not my strong suit. That's okay. um, <laughs> so it's not, I don't even know. Like I'm like, Hey, we should put this in an email. They're like, yeah, you should put that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they <laughs> kind of taken over like that portion for me. So I literally at the beginning of the day, send them a little recording. This is what we need to get done. And so they just keep, um, Sarah's soon to be Waka has been making all the calls to all these agencies and just saying like, you have girls, we would love to get, um, sizes and really try to personalize it. Cause I want this to go to specific girls. I don't want, you know, I want it to really to get to someone at the hypothetical, like we need, there's so many girls we can get to, but you know what I'm saying? One mm-hmm. outfit to certain girls. And so they've just been kind of pouring back and trickling it in. So right now, I have like 150 names of girls and we totally have outfits to match every single one of them. So um, right now we're just in the unpacking stage and then the next stage will be really trying to get these outfits to the specific girls, which will be work. But yeah, I love your first event that you did because you obviously were able to do the prom series last year. I saw that you had eight days to put it together, which reminds me of our first golf tournament that we thought we could pull off. And I don't, I don't know what we have three weeks. It was, it was not a long time, but we did it and it was great. And we knew we had something. And so I absolutely love that you had everyone just jump on board and you threw it together and you knew it was something special right away. Yeah, it was cool. I think when I knew that it could be, um, you guys know, you've been around, well, not, like baseball women they're just like great and they're these beautiful women and they're so they're just giving and so at one point during the event we had to take uh the dressing rooms were all full and so they took all the girls into this public restroom 
and they were, these girls were walking out of a public restroom in prom dresses and all of our wives were just gawking on them and like, (laughs) you look so beautiful. And I was like, if this moment is really happening, like this is it because they are believing everything these women are saying to them. And it was just so perfect and they look so beautiful. So that's always like my, okay, we can recreate that because they believed it. And that's awesome. I know. Okay. Baseball wives are ready to go. You can be like, yes. okay, let's go volunteer at this event or let's do a Zoom like happy hour game night. And they're like, I'm down, ready. I'm like, they just have all this energy yes. that they want to put into something. And we're just so ready like, to go at a moment's notice. You just tell us where to yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm saying. Like eight days in baseball world, we're like, that's freaking a week. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild because, you know, one of the things I always talk about with our guys is trying to realize your platform that you have and the opportunity to yeah. make an impact or leave an impact on someone else's lives. And I feel like, you know, especially with the wives, you guys are so like passionate and organized and you guys have your stuff together way more than we do. So, uh when stuff like this comes up, it's so awesome to see the impact that it has on all these young girls and, and how, uh, you know, this one memory, this prom night, right? Like this is something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. It's going to be so impactful on them, impactful to them. And then I think the cool thing is, is like, this is an idea that you've had for a while because I, and I know because I've talked to Daniel and then all of a sudden if, when you, when you get it off the ground, it's so like, refreshing like it feels so good to be able to finally like get it done and I think the message I'm trying to say is I think a lot of people have these great ideas and how they want to do it and they're just afraid to like take that leap like what what was it that made you like take that leap and then just go for it and then how happy are you that you actually did and now this thing's you know turning into bigger something bigger after just one year yeah I um which like honestly when you say that like you guys have been like, me and Daniel are just your biggest cheerleaders. Like, I think you guys are tackling so much, and I love all of it. And I think, for me, it was like, I feel like I weirdly, when I launched this idea out, um, it, there is, it's just like a lot, like, you kind of have to take a leap of faith, because mm-hmm. if nobody takes your idea, it's, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that, I think at this point, if it's a good idea and it's worth doing it, like people are going to back you up. Like even when court said, yes, like let's do this. It was like, I mean, I'm being really honest. Like she came back to me and Erica Scherzer said, Hey, we'll bring this to life for you. And Hey, let's do it. Like I was just in tears about it. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm sending a kid off to college or something. Like, (laughs) please take, like, Oh my God, I want it. Like my little, you know, on the side hustle, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's just really taking it and knowing that it will land and just kind of jump, even if you don't know what you're doing, just take it, do it. Yeah, I get that way. I get all these grand ideas or things I want to do. And it really, it's just what's holding me back. You know, it's really just kind of yourself. Like it's no one else because you have everyone in your corner, you know, that's going to be there to support you. Even if it's a little out there of an idea, like there's still going to be people that are are right there to support right. you. So it's really just us that's holding us back, if anything. Totally. Gotta, You're like yeah. so nervous about it. Yeah, you yeah. just got to do it. You just got to go out there and, and make it happen. And it's crazy because it. I think it's really about momentum. Like once you get started mm-hmm. and then you kind of see everything coming together and it's getting closer to that day and everything's falling in line, you're building this momentum. And by the time 
you finish your first event, your like mind's already like going, okay, what are we going to do next year? How are we going to make this bigger and better? Yeah. And then the momentum's going and more and more people are learning about it and want to get involved. So really like taking that first step and getting that ball rolling to start that momentum is all it takes for anyone who wants to, you know, start something or do something or, or leave an impact on people's lives. I think it's, it's really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy you guys took the step and it's rolling and it's turning into this yeah. awesome thing. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, help court, uh, get some of these jerseys. Cause I think that you guys are doing something special with how you're presenting the, the outfits to the girls, right? Yeah. So vision is, um, Courtney was sending an outfit and then I would wrap the outfit in the Justin Turner, your Jersey. Yeah. So that when the foster care would get it, that she would know that and with a note, we're going to like explain this, that basically Courtney Turner is the one that designed and picked out this outfit for you. Mm-hmm. And I think to make that personal connection, like it's just going to be huge. Like everyone wants a reason to watch the game. Like it's way more fun that like knowing who's on the TV screen. So just to kind of create even that to foster it'll be connected to you guys and to the game. I just think it's going to be really powerful in the end. Yeah. I love that. It's, I've just been putting so much thought into this and I don't know, you grow up and back to school shopping and even prom dress shopping. It's just for so many people, it's a given and you don't even put that thought into Oh, maybe, you know, I don't know. For us, it was like an event. It was my mom's like, okay, oh, yeah. you have, mm-hmm. I don't know how much money, like go out and right. get like your new gym shoes and your outfit. And that was like mm-hmm. the best, like you lay your outfit out and like to think that's not happening for a lot of people. And it's not something to be excited yeah. about for a lot of people that just really, yeah, I don't know. That's just been kind of my reflection on this event. And I cannot wait to see everything come into life and you know girls are sending photos of their outfit and just feeling confident as they should to start the new year I just cannot wait I know I am I am super excited I am gonna laugh like I have to show I'll send you guys a picture it is so funny how we I guess across baseball have a similar look or style (laughs) when I tell you we we have easily 15 pairs of the same white tennis shoes. Like, it's like, this is it. <laughs> like, this is the shoe of big league women. It is cracking me up. We're like, is it the leopard one? Like, yep, this is it. So we are piling them up. We're going to have to show you how, like, we have a, we have a look. Well, the you baseball uniform, it's like look, the right? t-shirt yeah. with the jeans, with the jacket yeah. around the waist yep. and the white sneakers. Like, the yeah. crop, like that's the uniform. It up. It was cracking me up. And occasionally the baseball yeah. hat when you don't want to wash your and hair for a week. And then the playoffs, you can dazzle anything you can. Yes. Yeah, the sparklier, right? the better. <laughs> right? As soon as it's playoff, it's like, can we shine from the stands? It's so funny because the yeah. whole year, it's like you you don't wear Nothing. your team stuff to the game. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's like this unwritten rule in baseball, which is very hot mm-hmm. week for unwritten rules in baseball. Yeah, hot won't topic. Get, won't yep. go down that road. <laughs> but then <laughs> suddenly in the playoffs, you just become a sorority. Oh. And you're like, we have to match down to yeah. our hats, our socks, our necklaces, yeah. everything. Fanny yeah. packs, you name it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I have it's a whole so section. Good. I love it. I have like literally everything in Murphy and crusted and crystals it's so good yeah Mm -hmm. i have a whole bin and i'm like every year i just dust it off pull it out and and then you have the and then you have the opposing team wives gifts on top of that that you have to like oh yeah we got the sweet what are we gonna get them oh we can throw in these (laughs) 
lollipops and popcorn and oh, we glassware can. and don't <laughs> do us. It's so I'm, I'm like I'm like watching video on freaking Strasburg last year and yep. courts trying to figure out you know what type of glassware they're going to order for you guys for the Nationals sure. wives. I'm like, hey. oh my goodness. Oh man. We all play important roles. I know. I love it. It's great. We decided yes. last year that was how we like displace our anxiety. Like we put yeah. all of it into this. Oh, yeah, so we yeah. feel like we yeah. have control over the situation. It's an outlet. If you don't have yeah. to yeah. think about what you're going to wear for yep. the playoff games, mm-hmm. if you like put the focus into the gifts, like that's, we have to do something or else you're just sitting there waiting for the next right. game. It's not good. It's not a healthy space to be in during playoffs. No. It's not. No, but I feel like this is what this is for me right now. You guys, like, I feel like this is the first time I didn't travel and I'm like feeling so out of it. And I'm like, you can rally. And here we are with back to school outfits. Definitely been the outlet. Yeah. Of this crazy time. Well, let's take it back since yeah. you're one of my OG girls. You oh, were one of the first sure. girls I met when Justin was mm-hmm. on the Mets. Um, yep. You, I love this because I actually just read an article this morning in The Athletic about how viewership is up for women during this season for mm-hmm. baseball. And I feel like you were the wife that knew the game inside and out. Obviously you played college softball, your softball coach, and you knew it. And I admired that so much because I feel like obviously girls, everyone goes to the game, but like you were at the game, watching the game, learning the game. And I feel like I followed that so much from you. (laughs) Like I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I don't know if Justin's open to like the feedback post game that maybe you were giving to Daniel at the time, (laughs) but but like, I just absolutely love that because I feel like, I don't know. It's so it's, but now I'm like too far in and it's not good. I probably need to pull it back like yeah. my obsession with it, but you were kind of my little mentor of really getting into baseball. Oh. <laughs> good. Yes. I mean, we may or may not have fought over strike zones before. I mean, it's, it's happened <laughs> and it's happened. I think it's, I was a pitcher. I think it's close enough. He thinks it's off. I think he can hit it. It's fine. Oh yeah. We do argue. I, I, I give Courtney three questions after every game. I say, okay, you get three, you get three questions when I get home about the game and I'll answer it. And then once those three questions are done, we're done. We're moving on. We're never, I mean, there's sometimes there's four or five. I like it. I like it. I like it. She's like, can you please explain to me what the heck was going on here? And I'm like, oh, I wish I could sometimes, you know, Yeah. the best part was last week you came home and I just didn't ask a question. You were like none tonight. And I was like, Oh, I have some. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, are you up for them? Are she, you getting yeah. a break tonight? She was like, let's yeah. let's uh let's play a little game here. Let's how about you try to guess which questions I want to ask? I did say that. <laughs> like, oh my god. That is awesome. So. That is awesome. I um Danielle does, you know, video all the time. And mm-hmm. I have to be honest though, like I have lied a couple times when he he's like, Did you see his gloves move? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, like, oh, I, man. but if you think you have it, you, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I didn't see anything moving. Oh, it's the same. One of my but. favorite, one of my favorite things all time about Daniel is no matter what the setting, no matter what's happening, no matter where we are, no matter what's going on, he talks yeah. in baseball talk 24 oh, yeah. seven. It's like baseball yeah, yeah. lingo yeah. the whole time, <laughs> no matter what, no matter where. And I love it. I, 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 I've told Ike Davis a couple of times, I was like, man, we should write a book, uh, a book and call it the Murphisms because he has all these, I mean, all these liners and I'm sure you've heard them all, but it is, it's so classic. Yeah. It's like the classic Murphyisms. Yes. 
He might have laughed at her moment right there. I guess he never does stop talking like that. <laughs> no matter what. Now you're gonna Even notice like, it. I hope yeah. I, I hope it doesn't like yeah. I hope I didn't no, like no, open a can it. of worms there and no, you're no, like, no, Oh my it. god, stop talking like that, Murph. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the kids like, you know, you ask them where to hit it, they say high and far. There you go. That's right. High and far. Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it, Drew. Uh, it's uh, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so good. I know. Yes, him and T-ball. It is something. That's what you guys need to come watch because it is. <laughs> he Daniel as a T-ball coach is something. I can't He's even. Like, so I mean, he I imagine the intensity so is the same for T-ball as it is for baseball. Well. He may have made it a competition that he was determined to hit every kid's bat because it's coach pitch him. Oh, couple yeah. Two. But oh. he would totally trick the kid. He'd be like, swing and throw it. You know, let me see your swing. And that's when he would pitch it. It was it was fun. So he's not letting you coach? Or are you out there with him? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm in the stands. I like it. All right. I like to just hang out, just watch. <laughs> I'm more nervous, honestly, if Noah's going to hit it than Daniel. I feel like Daniel's got it. My <laughs> six-year-old, I'm like, please, please hit it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, calm down. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm sure there's a tee set up around the house, and the kids are probably on it all mm-hmm. the time. If, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. There, if, so there's, come to our house. You can literally throw any ball inside of it. We do not care. We have soccer balls. We have all of it. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah, we play inside. Uh-huh. Oh, man. For sure. It's so good. We miss you guys so much. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this I weird know. season of life and literal season yes. of baseball is just so funny. I know. Oh, man. I know. Um, I, that time. I also love that the guys are playing each other tonight. You guys can't really like chat and hang. You can like six feet away, mask up, but like, yeah, yeah. you guys are gonna try to talk yeah. hitting it from ten feet away. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no fans. It's quiet, yeah. so everyone can hear. It, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It'll be good yeah, to see Murph, though. We spent yeah. enough. We spent enough hours on the phone this off or during this COVID time. So you're really, you you gave him some mojo though. You always pumped him up. It was good. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dark couple it was a dark month there for a minute oh, month felt yeah but, but we're yeah, back and yeah, baseball back. is we're here back. and now we're, we're somehow we're halfway through which I is know, which doesn't seem real well thanks for chatting with us today i know you have to get oh, back yes, to your so fun. i do hundreds of packages I'm hiding right now. in the car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i absolutely this love that you're doing this her. from the car so your kids can't find you that's wonderful Yes. Someone's with the kids, People everyone. Don't worry. They're <laughs> safe. They're safe. They're fine. Yes, I'm sitting in the, the car. The kids are actually wrapping the uh, <laughs> the outfits and the jerseys right now. Yeah, you asked how it was hard. I have three little workers. They're yeah. great. They oh. love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. If everyone wants to check it oh out on Instagram, prom series, and they can follow yes. you and your household at the Murphy House 20, yes. if they want to yep. keep up with you. And all of that, I cannot wait to see everything come together. I'm so happy you're doing this, and we are so grateful that you asked us to be a part of it as well. All right. Well, thanks for having me chat today, you guys. And kind of good luck tonight, I guess. Not really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe. As long as me and Daniel don't get out at all, that's all. Yeah, four for four from each of you, and may the best team win. Yeah, there we go. I like that. There you go. There you go. That is perfect. (laughs) Thanks, Tori. All right, Tori.
All right. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. I'm so excited for her and finally getting her foundation going. And obviously this year looks so different and how they've had to shift. But I think that's also such an important milestone is that back to school and that feeling of just feeling confident and supported. And I think, I mean, you look good, you feel good. I feel like if a girl knows that someone has her back and they picked out an outfit for her and want her to be ready to do her best, I think that's going to be awesome. I think you nailed it on the head, the confidence. Like when you get that new brand new outfit that, you know, you're ready for the first day of school and you're looking good and you're confident in yourself. It's just, it's like a whole different like perspective and outlook that you'll have going into the school year when you feel good about yourself. So I'm so glad that Tori's doing this. They've made the kind of adjustment in these COVID times. Um, Obviously, you know, the initial idea was to create a, a night that these girls will never remember in prom. Um, what? That they'll never remember? Or that they'll always remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, on, on, <laughs> on prom night. <laughs> um, but uh, it's really cool that they made the transition during COVID and creating the, you know, first day of school outfit. A night that they'll never forget. A I night love that. that they'll never forget. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited and I have to shout out my Dodger gals because I, I mean, everyone is always on board and like I said, everyone's ready to jump in and support. But when I send it out, we have kind of a little group chat of, you know, players, wives, coaches, wives, trainers, wives, front office wives. And every single girl was like, just tell me what to do. I was like, oh gosh, I'll send you the email. Like yeah. everyone was on What'd board. Would you say like 40, 40 girls? Yeah, there's a like lot. I mean, crazy. I think everyone is doing an outfit that I've talked to. So super proud of all of the girls wanting to jump in without hesitation, without a lot of them knowing Tori, anything like that. And were you a part of the um, foster program selection in Los Angeles or is I, I didn't, I missed that part. Like, is it, I think Sarah Waka is doing that part. I'm kind of just like the liaison that's passing Got on it. Tori's messages uh-huh. and, and to the all the program details and getting the girls the information that they need and but the dodger stuff the dodger wives is going to an girls LA. in los angeles uh-huh, yeah, oh so that's so cool so every city is go- that's that's awesome yeah i love that i love that now it's all 30 teams because yeah. i think when she originally talked to me about it she had five and then when we like i said we got the information two weeks ago and i think she was up to like 12 at that now it's up to like all 30 so well originally when she was doing the prom night stuff um it was just she was doing it with the teams that daniel had played on so it was like cubs rockies mets nationals and then they had mentioned it to us to see if we could do it in la so it was originally just those five teams so uh within a year to get all 30 teams on board and the i mean you guys really are remarkable and um you know, wow. when the opportunity presents itself, the wives, you know, jump at every chance they get to get out in the community and, and do great things. And you guys are so motivated and so organized and so passionate about it. Like, uh, man, you guys are just awesome. Kudos, kudos to babe. all the wives, all the baseball wives. You guys are amazing. Like she mentioned, there's different strengths. Obviously, there's some of us that are the organizers, some of us that are the idea people and all that. So it's it's you're definitely going to find someone with the skill you need on every single team mm-hmm, exactly because <laughs> we have a lot of you know events that we do or even just I don't know baby showers all of that and you definitely yeah. see the different strengths come into play for that so yeah super excited for her 
like I said, if you want to check it out um, at prom series and then promseries.org if you want to pop on the website and see everything come together. So yeah, thanks again to Tori Murphy for joining us and sharing about prom series. And that will do it for this week. Another great week. Another great week. We're just rolling almost halfway through the season. I know. That's which crazy. Is crazy. Crazy. I know. Gotta soak it up. And we will talk to you next week. See you guys. Have a good weekend. Boom, 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 bo